Thanks for joining us for today's message. Our mission here at Plum Creek is to help you experience intimacy with God, intentionality with family, and influence with others. Our hope is that what you hear today will impact and challenge you to love God and the people around you in a whole new way. We'd encourage you to check us out online at PlumCreekOnline.com to see how Plum Creek is impacting our community and what opportunities we might have for you or for your family to get connected. If you'd like to support the ministry we're doing here in Castle Rock, the two easiest ways are through our website, PlumCreekOnline.com slash give or via text. Just text any dollar amount to 720-606-5563. Thanks again for joining us today. Well, good morning, everybody. Glad to have you with us here at Plum Creek uh, this morning. If, if you're a regular here, you've already noticed something, something doesn't seem right. There's no journey guides, right? And uh, you just need to know, especially if you're a little OCD, that was done intentionally. So uh, there, are, there are no journey, no journey guides today, so everything is okay. Well, we are so excited to have uh, representatives from One Child Matters with us this weekend, and I am super excited. It was so fun last night. Uh, just seeing people uh, writing their sponsored kids, and we know uh, others were deciding to, to choose to sponsor a child, and so super, super excited about that, and like the guy said, uh, we're going to intentionally release early so that there's plenty of time uh, for you guys to do all that. We're also going to celebrate communion today, and so we're going to get a chance here in a few moments to just kind of pray and reflect and think about and remember uh, what, what our Savior Jesus did for us on the cross all those years ago when he died uh, for our sins and was brought back to life, making a relationship with God possible. So excited about uh, communion. And as long as I'm talking about that, uh, we practice open communion, which means it's not about church membership. In fact, we don't have uh, membership here at Plum Creek, but it is about a relationship with Jesus. So if you have made the decision to follow him, you've invited him into your life, asked him to for, uh, forgive your sins, and you're doing your best to, to follow him as Lord and Savior, you are totally invited um, to participate with us, and that's going to happen in about uh, 10 minutes or so. And uh, also one thing about communion, uh, sometimes we do it this way, we're going to let you eat it at your own time. So it'll, it'll be passed out in the trays and then uh, when you're ready uh, to eat the elements, uh, I'm not going to be leading that part, you can just uh, do that on your own. All right, how many had a busy week this past week? Let me see a show of hands, get them up there, busy week, yeah, me too. And I think it's telling, and I know this is true about you because it's true about me, when somebody asks me, you know, how's your week going? You know, what's going on this summer? Generally, the very first thing I say is, oh, I'm staying busy, keeping busy. And I also think it's very telling that their response to me is, oh, yeah, me too. I'm, I'm, I'm just so busy. And it's true. Americans are busy. We work long days. And if we're parents, we have kids' activities in the evenings and on the weekends to be involved in. We volunteer. Some of that is with our kids' stuff. Maybe it's here at church or another organization that you help out with. Uh, we have our sports teams to follow. Uh, we've got hobbies to pursue. We all have our devices that we need to check in on, right? These, these devices that keep us connected and not just connected we are pressurized, if that's even a word. We are, we are under pressure to stay connected. And so we have text messaging and Facebook and Snapchat and, and just plain surfing of what, what's ever going on in the news. And it just goes on and on. I mean, it's Labor Day weekend already. Can you believe it? School's been in session for a few weeks. We're just days away uh, from, the, from the Broncos season. Christmas is going to be here in no time, and then it's going to be 2017. 
And that time flies like that because we stay so busy and we're just constantly, constantly moving. In fact, if I could see the bubble that is over each of your heads and that bubble would reflect kind of what you're thinking about, what's going on in your heart, and if you could see the bubble over my head, it would reflect busyness. It would reflect that our minds are just constantly churning and spinning, that we're, we're continually multitasking. In a word... We're distracted. And we've heard about like distracted drivers and, and distracted driving, but what about distracted living? You see, we're, we're always thinking about what's next. Where am I going next? What am I supposed to be doing next? Where do the, where do the kids need to go next? And I'm right there with you. But as a parent of two young boys, I've begun to notice something about the way that they approach life. And I've begun to notice something that my boys do that I wish I could do more often. In fact, I wish I could do it much more often. And the cool thing is they don't even seem to think about it. They just, they just do it naturally. And so as we head towards communion today, as we head, head towards remembering and, and celebrating and thinking about what Jesus did for us. I want us to try and do what my boys do so naturally as well. See, there's a story in the Bible that seems to capture part of what I'm talking about, and it's, it's recorded three different times, three different narratives, Matthew, Mark, and Luke. We're going to look at Luke. And Luke tells us about a time when Jesus saw parents bringing their little children to him, and, and Luke intentionally, intentionally uses the Greek word that would convey they are little like probably six or under. And, and the parents are bringing their children to Jesus to be blessed by him. They want him to hold them or, or to pray over them or, or just, to, just to touch their, their little kids. And Jesus' closest followers, we call them the disciples, they're trying to stop the, uh, the parents from doing that. And in Luke chapter 18, verse 16, Jesus says this to his disciples, let the little children come to me. Don't stop them. For the kingdom of God belongs to those who are like these children. You see, I believe part of the reason Jesus says this and that Luke records it is because as adults, we so often miss out on something. Even as teenagers, we miss out on something when we forget to approach spending time with Jesus like a little child would. So here's what I begun to realize about my two little boys. You see, one of the most wonderful traits they have right now is the uncanny ability to be in the moment. They are always present in the here and now. My oldest son, Grady, is in first grade, and Andon is, is uh, four years old. He's in preschool. They're, they're great little guys, typical boys, curious, adventurous into everything. They, they play hard. They laugh hard. They fight hard. In fact, my four-year-old, he, he swings first. He talks second. So we're working on that. But how many of you have little kids, kind of in that six or under stage? Just, just raise your hand if you've got little kids. How many remember when your kids were little like that? Raise your hand. How many of you remember when you were a little kid? That should be all of us, right? Hopefully we remember that or have some, some picture in our mind. 
You see, when I, when I pick my boys up from school or when I, I see them at the end of my day, one of the first things that I usually ask them is, how was, how was school today? What did you do? Who did you play with? Did you, did you make any friends? And if your kids are like mine, you probably get or you remember getting an answer like, I don't know. I don't remember. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't, don't remember? Did, did, you, did you meet a new friend today? Yeah. What's his name? I don't know. <laughs> well, maybe next time you can ask him his name and, and tell him yours and, and remember. But you see, one of the wonderful things about being a child is their capacity to be in the moment, to be present. Little kids live in the moment. And the kingdom of God belongs to people like them. So as our kids skip out of preschool or kindergarten or first grade or think back to when your kids were younger or even to when you were younger or maybe you're an aunt and uncle so you've got little nieces and nephews, maybe you're a grandparent so you can think about your grandkids, but when kids jump into our arms, they have left school for the day and they have slipped into the present moment with you. And I'm beginning to realize that when I ask my boys what they, what they did today, and they say, I don't know, they're not intentionally withholding anything from me. They have just simply moved into the present moment, and they are being present with me. Because little kids have an extraordinary capacity to be in the moment. And the kingdom of God belongs to people like that. You see, as we get older, we either waste our, our present by focusing on the past, or we waste our present by focusing or daydreaming about the future. And guess what? Kids don't do either of those. They don't worry about the past. They, they don't uh, you know, focus on the future. They just, they just play. And they enjoy every moment for what it is. For them, life is all about what is in front of them at that point in time, whether that's their, their blocks or maybe the, the picture that they're working on or, or the, uh, the book that they're asking you to read or the mom or the dad or the grandpa or the aunt that they just want to sit with them. And too often as a, as a parent, my standard response for a lot of those kinds of requests is, in a minute, son, in a minute. But you see, that kind of response doesn't mean anything to them because they're living for the present moment. You and I, we're constantly watching the clock, kind of thinking about when we need to get out of here and, and get on to the next activity. We're always anticipating our next move. But you see, the kingdom of God belongs to those who are like the little children. So we're going to celebrate communion today. And I just encourage us to try and slow down just for a few moments. And I realize if, you, if your morning has been like more mo my morning, you have kind of raced in here today under whatever the conditions were. So I get it. But just for a few moments, 
Let's try and be like a child and slow down and be present in the moment to be here. Because Jesus loves us and he always promises to be with us. And something special happens when we gather together in his name. So if you have your phone out, you can just put that down. If your mind has been wandering, reel it back in. If you've been thinking about something or, or worrying about something, just, just stop. And for a few minutes, take control of your mind and just put it aside and let's be like little children. Let's be with our Savior. Let's experience his love and, and just let all the distractions and everything else go. Jesus promises to be with us when we come together in his name around his table. And while I know that these elements that, that we're gonna that we're gonna eat in, in a moment, they're 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 symbols. That's what we believe, that's what we what we teach. They're symbols of his body and blood, but there is something special that happens. There is something uniquely spiritual, there's something uniquely personal that happens at communion when we gather in his name and when we invite Jesus to be with us. And we slow down enough to be with him. So when we eat the bread, we're reminded that Jesus' body was broken for us, that he physically and emotionally and spiritually took a beating for us, that because of our sins before a holy God, there were real consequences, real punishment that needed to be poured out, and Jesus took that for us once and for all. And when we drink the cup, it reminds us that Jesus' real blood was shed on the cross because atonement was needed. And atonement is just a, a fancy word for a covering. But a covering was needed for all of our failures and shortcomings, all of our sins. And because Jesus was and is both God and man, his shed blood would provide the perfect covering for our sins once and for all. And after the ushers pass out the elements and when you're ready, you just, you just take communion on your own right where you are. And the band is going to play music and we'll eventually sing. But you just do what you want to do. If you want to stand and sing, you stand. If you want to sit, if you want to kneel, if you want to put your head down and pray, do whatever you want to do. But just be present in the moment with your Savior. He's here. Would you join me in welcoming him? So let's pray. And Heavenly Father, we do thank you that Jesus is here. Thank you, God, that because of your great love that you sent your son Jesus into the world, not to condemn it, but to provide opportunity for relationship with you. And so, God, in, in, the, in the stillness of these next few moments, we want to be with you. We know you want to be with us. And so we welcome you. And as brothers and sisters across this room, 
we say it over and over in our hearts. We welcome you. Thank you that you love us. If you made a decision to follow Jesus for the first time today, congratulations. We are so excited for you, and we'd love to equip you with some resources, some next steps, and a complimentary gift. Just text the word FAITH to 40650, and if today you just need to talk to someone or would like to have someone pray with you, you can call our church office at 303-663-1714, and one of our pastors would be happy to spend some time with you. From everyone here at Plum Creek, have a great day.